Hey everybody, you're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, J.P. Bryce, and Jim Steele, brought to you by Iron Company. Uh, we recently had a listener that requested more information on the, the higher volume training approach that Jim and Marty teach uh, to our Tier 1 soldiers when they're uh, away on deployment and, and have more time on their hands. So, uh, And if you don't know, if you're not clear on what a Tier 1 soldier is, Google it. Um, but Jim, last week we talked about training minimalism and how this yeah. approach fits in, in perfectly with the very limited schedules of our tier one guys while they're stateside. Um, but when the guys are deployed, their schedules change, allowing for them to, uh, have more time for resistance training. So what type of program are they looking for while out on deployment and why? Oh well, like you said before, the time the time factor. They uh, they actually have some designated times where they go train, you know. So they have a few hours a day to stay in tip top shape, whether that's their lifting stuff or their cardiovascular stuff or whatever they strongman training. Uh, and then you know that when they get back to the states, it's more uh, they got a lot of stuff they got to do administratively. And then you know there's not a time where where you're you're told okay you can go train. You know what well, I mean? Plus they've got their families too. Oh, the hell with their families! With, when well, when they're stateside, they just got no, so much no. Work with going the on. skill set they have, they got they have so many skills. They yeah, have, they got to do the house. They got to they got to skin dive. They got to jump out of planes. They got to ski. They got to keep up on the handguns and the long guns. And they got to do ground fighting. Then they got to do stand up fighting. Then they got to do muay thai. Then they, you know, and there's so many skills. They're like a plate juggler. Remember on the old Ed Sullivan show, the guy come out and he spin a plate. We're not that old. You'd get 20 or 20 of them going, right? And they have to keep (laughs) up on so many skills that time is their most precious commodity. What's that mouse on on Ed Sullivan? Uh, Topo Gijo. How about that? How about that? Topo Gijo. I guarantee we're the only people on any podcast right now saying Topo Gijo. Go ahead. Careful. Otherwise, Marty's going to start going into uh, Lawrence Welk and all that kind of stuff. Oh, oh man, Sunday's at my grandmother's Lawrence Welk. <laughs> with with with, with the featured accordionist Myron Florin. Yeah. Remember that couple, uh remember that couple, the dark haired couple that were always like the Lawrence Welk's favorite, always dancing around. And the one and the two and the here we go. <laughs> and what were the sisters? The the Lennon sisters? The Lennon sisters, I think. Anyway, you're a lot younger than us, huh, JP? Well, I'm younger. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I recognize the shows and stuff, but I, I never actually watched them because that was like something my grandparents were doing. Because yeah. you were in diapers. You were an infant. <laughs> Come on, let's. All right, so let's talk about, about this training. Lauren, yep. <laughs> All right, the training. Yeah, so when they're when they're having to jump out of planes and and uh, do all that other stuff. They got, you know, 45 minutes. What am I going to do? You're going to work up to a one heavy set of five yeah, in the squad. Yeah, no choice. The bench, stuff like that. They're always going to get it in. But remember, you know, they got the fighting in the morning, got all this other stuff. Right. So then when they go on deployment, they actually say, hey, man, I got some time now. And so, you know, I start off all their programming with, uh, you know, explosive exercises, usually a box jump or a power clean or a snatch. You know, a lot of guys, cool. you know, they love the, the – uh, power lifts and then they love the uh the feeling of the explosiveness you get from the 
from the snatch and the and the clean. Um, so we usually, should, it starts we, should, off we should do all three anyway. We should we should have an element of absolute strength, an element of explosive strength, and an right. element of strength endurance. Right. Always. So Those even if a clean. guy is saying, well, I don't want to do cleans or whatever, he's going to do some type of plyos. I'm going to have him do some type of jumps, some type, you know, box jumps, skips, hops, whatever. Yeah. Um, And then we go to compound stuff, and it's, you know, it's usually, it depends. So I switch everything up. So if you are got your heavy squat, let's say on a Monday, um, I'll probably throw in some some more volume in that one. I'll I'll switch it up. So it'll be... uh, it's very familiar, very similar to Propin stuff, just more, a little more. Uh, you got to bring in Russian into the damn thing, man. A little more severe as far as the the intensity defined as you know the percentage of their max. I think Propin's is a little low as far as how many reps you can get. So anyway, so a lot of that stuff is based on that. But I also do, and they really like this, of course, because they've been doing it in the off season or the non deployment season. Work them up, so I'll go sixty five percent for five, seventy five percent for five. 85% for as many as you can. Five is your minimum. You know, 80 is out. Now, was this, this, is, this is spread over four sessions or all in one this session? It's just that Monday. So I switch it up. So I'll do a volume according to, you know, my volume. Let's say phase. that again. So this is all in the same session, the same lift. So what are we having them do? Monday, you're going to start off with a explosive lift. No, no, no. Not that. The, uh, the, you, the 75, 85. Yeah. How, so, how did that go? So what I do is I... I Flip that around so they'll have a volume week on that Monday, maybe like you know, eighty for eighty percent for three, eighty five for two, ninety for one. Go through that three or four times. Three or four rounds of that with a, yes. in the same lift. Yes. Well, how would that break out in poundage? Just say you got a, a legitimate four hundred pound squatter. So what's he going? What's what's he going to be doing here? Well, you're going to go three twenty. Yeah. What was the eighty? For, what's eighty five percent of four hundred? Uh, you know, somebody. 320, 350, 375, something like that. Okay, and the reps? 320 yeah, like three, two, three, two, one. So 80 for three, 85 for two, 90 right, for hold, one. All right, hold that back. So it'd be 320 for three. Yep. Three what? I think we said 340 or 350. 340 for two. if it's 85. Two, and, then, yeah. and then what? 370, something like that on their 90. For one, one, and then when they go, and then, then they go back, oh, 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 wait, and then you go back and you you do that again. Oh man, that that bar at eighty flies, it flies. Yes, and then again. So you go uh, three. Let's say all right. Let's say three twenty, uh, three three twenty, three fifty, three eighty. Right. Okay. Yep. Three two one. Yes. Three twenty, three fifty, three eighty. Three two one. Three twenty, three fifty, three eighty. Three two one. Okay. And then the next week, I'll do the 65 for 5, 75 for 5, 85 for as many as you can. It's that one all-out set. And do you do that for three rounds? No. Just no. one round. Yeah, yep. just one. So I'll alternate those weeks. So a heavy volume, uh, you know, with... Uh, oh, instead of a uh, three s- singles, you work up the one rep out. Yeah, one, yeah, the, one per, you yeah, the, the purposeful primitive. That's what all that is. Mm-hmm. And, okay. You know, and then and Jim, the next time I do it. Sorry, know, Jim. To, yeah. On the first rounds, uh, how much rest are these guys getting between rounds? Any compound lift, you need to take as much rest as you need to get all your freaking reps. You're not allowed to miss rep. There's no missed reps yeah. ever, ever, ever in bench, squat, deadlift, clean. It doesn't. All that other shit, I could care less about. You know, okay. you, you want to do curls and you want to go to failure and beyond, great. I don't care. But on those lifts, 
we have a plan. Get your reps. You right. got to get your reps. You know. Okay. And uh, again, Ferrigno used. Uh, he told me one time. He said, "I tell my people. I said, get your uh, get. Uh, damn it! I didn't think you had a cell phone. Damn it! I guess only Donald Blakeberry has that. Jesus Christ! That's, that's Domino's uh, calling, Marty. The guy's outside. Go get the door. <laughs> Stacy, I'm on a podcast. They don't have Papa John. They don't have Domino's up there. Oh, damn. Excuse me. Yeah, he's in a restricted area, actually. He's got yeah, Golden Corral. Does Golden Corral deliver down there? They closed my Golden Corral <laughs> down, man. Mine, too. <laughs> what are you, know, you boys well, going to do? Uh, well, I think it's because. Oh, man, I'm in New Jersey. We, best food in the world, man. I think it's because we frequented it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where were we? Let's get back to this because this is this is good stuff. So now, after you have them finish out, yeah, what else so then, do you have them doing that session. Well, then they got it. They got to do their their lats, low back. So it's usually chin ups. I usually have them alternate weeks with weighted chins or unweighted chins. On the weighted chins, I usually give them uh, you know thirty to forty reps that they have to do, and they can they can change it up. As far as the rep scheme, they want to go a little lighter with the weight or heavier with the weight. Well, um, how many sets typically are we talking here? It's usually around four. Okay. They're usually around 10, 10 reps a set, usually. But so then sometimes. You're with, say, yeah, you're dealing with top athletes. Yes. I'm saying, listen, and guys who do chin ups their whole life. Yeah. Um, that's why I use the weight, man. Their lats grow like crazy when I put the weight on there. Anyway, mm-hmm. I might say, you got to use a weight that you can only do for four sets of five. And I want that last. You know, that last set to be your barely chin is barely reaching over the bar. So right. switch that up to. Um, and then they'll do some type of row. They got to do a bent over row or a one arm row. Now you got guys with injury problems. So low back guys are going to stick to the one arm rows a lot more. I do tons of support rows with dumbbells lying on an incline bench. Yep. Um, for guys with low back problems. It's, it's usually higher reps on the. So if I'm, if I'm going to do a bent over right away. It'll be like a four set of six. Okay. Okay. And then I'll say, okay, the next two back exercises. Will uh, be I mean, the, the four sets are progressive, not static. Progressive where that last set is a bitch. You could do one more yeah. if you had a gun to your head. Maybe but, not. Uh, you know, and then, and then you'll, and I give them a, you know, a lap pull or a cable row, or I, I love dumbbell pullovers. They do a lot of those. Yeah, I like those. That's, that's usually around 36 yeah. reps, like three sets of 12, something like that. Now, and I'll write on there, start moving. 30 second rest, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. I mean, you, yeah, you go yeah, in your work for the little stuff for the little stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so then, I, then on that day, since they're not deadlifting, they got to train their hamstrings. So we we'll either do partner hams or leg curls or, uh, you know, anything they can do for their hamstrings direct, you know, like a, a Romanian deadlift, keep them pretty light on that. Shut some reps. It's usually around 30 probably. Yeah. 30. So, so five sets of six or three sets of ten. Okay. Uh, uh, is that it? No, I want to do some bicep work. So usually okay. I'll do one direct bicep exercise. I, I really like preacher curls, especially with those guys with shoulder problems. Right. It takes the shoulder out of there. And then they'll do some grip work. So they'll do plate holds. They'll do farmer walks. Right. They'll do, uh, you know. Okay, let's go back to bicep sets and reps. Okay. Yeah, so if I only yeah, so one bicep exercise would probably be around forty to fifty reps. Yeah, so four sets of ten, yeah. five sets of eight. Yeah. You know. Okay. 
But honestly, I throw it in there. You know, and you know this because uh, we, I was writing a program for one of our one of our boys, and he was like, "Steel doesn't actually do one set of 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told him. That's what I uh, told the boy. Of There's course, a... Marty fans the flames. Yeah, no, I told like, him that. Oh, I, I was the one who said that. I, there was a group of them standing there, and I heard and what I'm saying. Yeah, well, we hate him when he we get to that 30 rep. We start cussing him. I said, Steel's never done a set of 30 in his life. <laughs> having you guys do that, you're like a bunch of circus clowns. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I'll throw in a, a, a set like that. Set of thirty, set of fifty, something crazy. Oh, Carrillo is big on that final yeah. finish burnout. The bodybuilders love that. And a now, lot, of, you know, I'll write little notes after each exercise. Hey, I want you know a four second lowering on this, or make sure you straighten your arm and pause at the bottom on those preacher right. curls. Try to touch the outside of your shoulder with your mm-hmm. pinky at the top. You know, all I that guess, stuff. I guess they're all logging on their phones. I mean, no one carries a spiral notebook anymore, do they? I wouldn't put it past I those. Do. Well, you know. yeah, no, 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 no. We're talking about people over the, age of 30, over the age of 30. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I would assume they're logging, they're logging on their phones. I, I, that's what I would assume. I don't see. But anyway, regardless. Okay, yeah. so is that the end of that session? Yeah, that's Monday. And everything, there's no supersetting that just everything straight sets. No, I'll do supersets once in a while, but it'll be well, more like. Saying, uh, how, how long does that take? That's yeah, a lot of work, brother. Yeah, so anything over 85% in those big lifts is going to take them a while. But if, if it's taken over an hour and 10 minutes, you know, they're fooling around. But, but Jim, really? these are – we talked about it. These are guys that actually they're so motivated and just so on top of everything they're doing. Uh, a lot of times you have to hold them back. Otherwise, you know, they're wanting to do a lot more. Do you find that – with this, when they're on deployment, yeah. you you have to kind of rein them in and go, look, you're doing too Younger much, you guys, stick to this. This is like that, you know, the one bull who sprints down the hill and the other one, the old one who walks yeah. down. Yeah. Well, the younger guys, you got to put, you know, you got to say, okay, throttle it down a little bit. The older guys are so in tune with their bodies that they'll be like, yeah, coach, I need to just cut this back just a little bit, you know, um, you know, I, I felt a twinge because they they want to be able to go, man. They want to be able to fight. They don't want something in the weight room that's screwing them up. You know what I mean? Right. So they're yeah. real communicative with me as far as what exercises feel good and what exercises don't. We're not turning them into powerlifters or bodybuilders. Right. I just want them to be death machines. And they they're want athletes, too. They and, want to and, good. Yeah. And um, and I would imagine, you know, any program you give them, even though they're deployed out in the middle of the desert or whatever, that they don't they have some really good facilities out there. And I know because I've supplied to a lot of them out in Afghanistan and in Iraq. So they have some really good equipment out there. So I would imagine any program that you give them, they've got the stuff to get it done. You know what? Uh, remind that, me to talk to you because uh, that is not true. It depends. Okay, back in the day when things were hot, they had a lot of they were a lot of FOB forward operating bases that didn't have jack. Yeah. In fact, that's how I got the cross court going because they didn't have anything. They were saying we got nothing out here except uh, you know the the yellow suspension trainer and two kettlebells. You said. Yeah, I so, well, so I can I imagine got, this. I on, yeah. I got on the cross court and I said, hey, now here's a tool that can give you. This is a suspension trainer that can replicate a hardcore progressive resistance workout. And and they love that. So that's not always the true. Okay? Do they still take that out, by the way, on deployment? Uh, 
couple of the teams do, yeah. Yeah. But, no, you're right. I mean, you go out there and because it's got that pulley. I mean, we used to uh, – if you look on YouTube, there's a uh, there's a video that we did. And I actually had a cable crossover set up between two Abrams tanks. I had them point the guns towards each other. I put a cross core on each gun. And I hooked up gas cans to each cross core. I'm out there in the middle of the desert doing cable crossovers. Crazy stuff like that. But yeah, that's a little extreme. But with that pulley, you can actually simulate uh, a lat row, a, a, you know, weighted down with a, a gas can or whatever. There's so many different things you can do besides just training your with your body weight. So, right. but yeah, great, great product for deployment. Yeah, but, they, yeah. But, but no, you're right. I mean, there's some, there's some really remote places that these guys go to. I imagine they don't have much of anything, but I think for the most part, you know, the main bases and everything by now, especially by now, since we've been over there for so yeah. long, they have some really nice facilities. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're missing anything. Roger that. Let's get back to the workout. Yeah. So on it, so. Tuesday would be more of a pressing day, more of a, uh, here's what I've been doing with a lot of those guys. I start them out with lateral raises and dumbbell Kirk shrugs, supersetted because their shoulders are so messed up from jumping that I gotta, I gotta get a lot of blood in there and then they go to bench and they're warm. You know, they're still doing their warm up stuff, but now your shoulders are warm. You're trapped in the area. Yeah. Smart. Um, and so then they'll bench, and I use the same philosophy on that bench that I do with the squat, as far as alternating weeks with you know a volume, and and uh, then the next week would be a, a map that kind of thing. Um, and again, uh, each lift, each each major lift, once a week. Uh, it depends, but usually twice a week on the bench, but it may be a close grip on the on the next time we do it. You know, right. it depends. So the one that. One guy who's a really good friend of ours, his shoulders are so messed up. He, he's like once this week, twice this week, no times this week. I mean, that's what he's, you know what I mean? Like he right. wants to still still be able to be strong, but be smart, yeah. Um, and then we'll do another chest assist, assistance probably. A lot of the guys like dumbbell bench, and they have some heavy dumbbells that go up to 150 or whatever. That's a great one. So we'll go flat bench and dumbbell bench, and I'll alternate the dumbbell with an incline. You know, so one week they'll do. Dumbbell incline, dumbbell, dumbbell incline, dumbbell incline. Dumbbell incline. Now, if they have a barbell, mm-hmm. if they're really trying to get their bench up, I would, I would say, you know, okay, well, we're going to really focus on some incline barbell after yep. your flat bench. Yep. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna train the crap out of our shoulders. And just talking to the guys, they uh, side raises, front raises, rear raises. We do, you know, we'll probably do three sets of twelve of each of those. Um. And then they'll, you know, if they're not going to press sometimes. So if, if I'm doing that incline, I'm probably not going to overhead press them. There's so much front delt involved anyway. Um, well, it, it, it really is an overhead press. I mean, really. Yeah, almost, right? You yeah. know, I mean, if you're a good overhead presser, you're, you're using some lean back. And I don't know if you're necessarily going to lean back to 45, but you're certainly going to get back to 30. Yeah, and it's going to 30 degrees. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Um. And then they're going to, you know, after they do all their laterals, you know, types of raises. And I do cables with, the, so they got to tell me, you know, here's what I have, you know. So if they have a, a lateral machine, I'm not against them going to use a lateral machine, you know, who cares? Just um, a lateral, I mean, it ain't. 
Yeah, exactly. Squat. And uh-huh. they can do front raises with uh, cables. It doesn't make a shit. Just get that done. And then triceps. And it's usually dips. I love dips. It just depends yeah. on their shoulders. Um, and if they're, they're somebody who has some healthy shoulders, we'll do weighted dips one time and unweighted the next. How far are you having them go down? Upper thigh, upper upper thigh, upper arm parallel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wrote an article a little bit back, right, JP, on dips. The oh, really yeah. they're the squats for the upper body. Mm-hmm. If oh, you okay. if you look at the movement on a dip, it's it's identical to a squat. If the if the forearm is uh, uh, akin to the shin. Yeah, yeah. You know, and upper and thigh. so it's the same the same kind of kind of movement. So. Also, we found that really going down deep in the dips was murder coming up in the shoulders. In the totally agree. Cuffs. Yeah, I agree. Plus, you're so, damn, you're so damn weak. I mean, yeah. You know, so, yeah, we stop it. You know, well, like a squat, right? you know, an inch below parallel. And Yeah, we're not doing any extreme stretches on anything. I'm, in flies, I'm like, here's how low I want you to go. You're, you know, you're going even with the bench. We're not doing the uh, super stretch and stuff. Um and then they'll do another tricep exercise, some type of extension. So, uh, to a uh, dumbbell over your head, you know, with two hands. Um, I really like, I really like the bar, you know, guys laying on the floor in a bent knee sit up position, barbell over their face. Like they're going to do a bench, but with a little closer grip, bringing it all the way down, touching the plates to the floor and then, you know, extending like a nose breaker, but you're going behind you now, you know, the older guys aren't going to be able to do that. They're, you know, they're so banged up, but the younger guys can get a good, Good, uh, good workout like what that. What is that? Like a, like a hammer extension or something, right? No, no it's uh, it's with a barbell. It's it's oh, like with the barbell, lying, lying tricep extension. It's a nose okay. breaker but you're going behind your head. Yeah, yeah. Stretching that tricep more, and then push downs if they have a lap machine available or a push down. Um, I'll alternate that with the extensions. Okay, that's that's pretty much it for day two. You know, and again, uh, an hour to an hour and ten. Yeah, that one's an hour. I would say that what I just described okay. should be an hour. Because the only comp, I mean, it depends. If you, if I got them doing, you know, three sets of fifteen, the dumbbell bench, they can take short rests because the weight's not going to be heavy anyway. But if, if one of them says, "Hey, coach, I want to do the one thirty fives for for eight, then we're going to take a lot of rest on that dumbbell bench too because that's one of his goal lifts. Yeah, you know? and why not? I mean, it's not a, it's it's not a, a timed race. No question. No, I always tell people, nobody remembers how long you took between sets. They just remember if you got the freaking set, man. I, did I mention this earlier with Ferrigno said? He said, he said, I tell my people, let your breath normalize, then add another minute. Okay. I always like that. I yeah. that and, let your breath normalize, which, which takes longer than you think, and then take one more minute. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And then hulk out. And um, turn green. <laughs> So that would be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday would be off, and then Thursday we're back to our lower body and our back stuff. But that the main lift on that Thursday would be whoa, 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 lower. Okay, so no, no, no wait. All right, so yeah. we've gone through two two days. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Okay, then finish out the week because I want to hear all. Yeah, this. Wednesday, Wednesday I would tell them to take off. Take off. Uh, oh, yeah, right, right. That could be a hiking or a bike or whatever, but not too much. I don't want the lower backs pass. So you you have to be real specific. You know, no lower back stuff on Wednesday. You know. So um, Thursday would be their main deadlift day. Now, I usually do a light squat or a front squat. You know, first, they'll do the box jumps or snatch or clean. Then they'll go to uh, light. What, are you, what are you working your cleans? Let's say they're going to do cleans. How, yeah. do you, how do you work that? What's well, your reps, sets and reps? Yeah, it's all singles. Everything's singles. Um, 
you know, I, I may write 60 for three, but it's really like three singles. There's, you know. So you work up to a static poundage and then stay there for a couple, three sets, three, four, mm-hmm. five sets? If I take them to 90, no. But if I'm, you know, if I'm down in 80, they may do, you know, eight sets of one with a minute rest in between, something like no that. No doubles. Now, I mean, I'll write it in the lightweights just because I'm not going to write do seven sets of one here. You know what I mean? Uh, right. But no, no, not really. No, everything's a single. Everything's a single. Yeah. Um, and then a front squat, if they want to get good at front squat. Sets and reps, they, what, what's, what kind of sets and reps? Yeah, this is nothing. I do like 70% for three sets of five. Just a warm-up. Yeah, for their deadlift. And then the old-timers, in fact, I remember one of the first times I talked to Kurt, I asked him if he squatted twice, and his no way he'd recover from that. But he said when he first started off, he would do like a a high bar before he deadlifted, you know, when he was a kid or whatever. So mm-hmm. – uh, and then when I looked at the old power lifting, anyway, a lot of them do that. But, you know, they, I just want to gre- keep that groove really greased for their squat. A lot of them say, if I wait a whole week, you know, I don't really feel it the same. Well, if they're only doing 70%, I mean, good God, Stop. they can do that in their sleep. Yeah. And the front squat, I'll take a little heavier, but I got to be real cognizant of how heavy I'm taking them on the deadlift. So if they just max in the deadlift the week before, their percentages or in the deadlift the next week are going to be really low. So I can bump the front squat up a little bit. Um, and they seem to recover better from a front squat, heavy front squat. So mm. once in a while I'll do like an 80% for three sets of two on the front squat or something like that. Oh, that's good work. And then their deadlift is, is, is sort of the same as the uh, bench and the squat. You know, we're going to do some stuff where I'm going to challenge them with a lot of volume. And then I'm going to say, we're going to have some, some fun this week and you better get 85 for seven or, you know, you've been sandbagging the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll flip, we'll flip that around. I don't do like different types of deadlifts usually with these guys, you know, like the rack dead and all that stuff. They're low backs. I'm just real careful with their low. Yeah. Back. And that's, that's a great way to get hurt. If, yeah. You know, I mean, it's one thing for you to give them specific instruction and, rack deads or what yeah. else, or, or, um, you know, standing on a plate or standing right. on the box. Right. But if, if you just kind of tie into that stuff, well, you're a perfect example, right? Remember oh, when your coach had you do the rounded back stiff, stiff leg deadlift off the yeah. box and that's destroyed right. your back, right? Yep. That's right. That's okay. right. So, so Jim, uh, since these guys are out on deployment and they could realistically get called out at, at a moment's notice, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, is there any issues with them going to, you know, 102% effort like we always do on, on everything else, especially when they're stateside? Is there conversations about that? Because um, I would imagine if they have to all of a sudden get called out and, you know, go on a, a five or 10 mile hike or whatever, they don't want to yeah. be totally fatigued. So what's the strategy around I, that? I, they, I would say, if I asked them that, they would say, what do you think I am, a effing You'd All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can handle anything. Okay, coach, I'm supposed to be able to handle everything. You know, that kind of, that kind of stuff. Okay. As far so as no issue there. Being ready to roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't you think, Marty? Don't you say that? To yeah, at the end of the training week? No, no. Like, like uh, coach, maybe I shouldn't go too heavy today. I don't know if I'm going to get called out. You know, no, to... no, no, not that. I'm saying, have you finished out? Oh, no, 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 no. So Thursday we were – where were we Thursday? That's deadlift, the deadlift on day. deadlift day, right? You're yeah, just starting so, to do the deadlift. Well, what happens there? On a deadlift, I'm going to alternate it just like the bench and the squat. I'm going to have a a map day, you know, 
mm-hmm. a purposeful primitive day, and then I'm going to have a volume day the next week usually. Mm-hmm. Um, now, volume will be a little bit lower than it would be on the squat, you know, yeah. again, let's, the low back yeah. stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then we're going to do our back assistance stuff, some type of row, one-arm row, bent over row, reverse grip, bent over row, easy curl, bent over row, um, you know, all that stuff. And then we'll do like a lap pool cable row or a chin up all around three sets of 12, three sets of 15. Um, okay. And then we're going to do some bicep stuff. So if they did dumbbell preacher curl on Monday, they're going to do, you know, easy bar curls with the four second lowering and two seconds. Yeah, what, yeah whatever. Yeah. Whatever that, yeah. And then grip work. And then some grip work after that. Wrist curls, plate raise, uh, you know, plate pinch. And then you, know, you got Friday left, and Friday will be a, a, your other pressing day. And if I didn't really press them on the first time that we did the chest, shoulder, tricep workout, now I'll probably do a decently heavy press with them. And I alternate barbell standing, barbell seated, dumbbell standing, and dumbbell seated. Nice. Um, and then we do our laterals. I'll always do the laterals. Now, I don't always do rear raises because with the rowing, you get your rear delts a lot. But if uh, you know if I feel like I'm not giving them enough pulling, then I'll I'll do the rear raises, um, and then you're going to do your tricep stuff. So, but wait, did we talk about the bench? No, we didn't. Um, so you're going to do the, that heavier press. This bench will be lighter than if if day one bench was heavy. This one will be lighter. And I really like constant days on the bench, and so I do a lot of stuff at eighty percent for like. Five sets of two. What do you mean constant day? Um, so every Thursday or every Friday, you're going to do 80% for five sets of two to four reps. Okay. And what happens is, is that 80% after a while feels like nothing to you. I already did it for a bunch on day one. Now I got this in my hand again. It's nothing. They barely even, you know, it's like you don't even have to try after a while. Now they're, now they, I know that neuromuscularly they are really efficient, you know, um, in that movement, in that movement. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do some type of, of dumbbell work. Now I, I'm, you know, some of the guys I'll do flies with, but most of it's just presses for the bench for the uh, chest stuff. Presses what, what? and dips. Uh, uh, okay. Yep. So they'll do the, we'll do that, and uh, maybe do a dip after that. Maybe not if they did it on day one. And then uh, you do your tricep stuff. So after all those laterals and all that, you'll do a push down. You'll do a, maybe I'll have you do dips with your arms closer you know, instead of a little wider like you do uh, for more of a chest thing. Um, but usually an extension, usually an extension, some type of tricep extension. And sometimes mm-hmm. I give them a choice. Triceps, your choice. Yeah, it's, biceps, it's, your choice. Right. Who cares? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Make, make it fun. Make it make it different. Make it exciting, you know. Right. And if they want conditioning stuff, it's usually done after their legs and back day. I want to, you know – I don't want them to come back the next day and do all these farmer's walks and hill runs and all that. And their low backs and legs never recover. You know, you're yeah. just starting to recover and you pound them again. So, um, I'll put that. Yeah, there's and a couple you, guys and you I, never recover. Yeah. There's a couple of guys I program sprints for. I've been programming sprints for a couple of years. Just, you got six forties, walk back quickly, turn around, go again. You know, they just like, you know, a lot of these guys are like wrestlers. They want to feel that exhaustion, that exhausted feeling when they leave. So, you know, you cut down those wrestlers. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were. So um, you don't want them to leave and go, oh, man, that that workout, I didn't get anything out of that workout. (laughs) Are are you having these, are you training these guys in groups over there or is it mostly one-on-one type of thing? 
Um, like, like, are they doing this program together? Like a couple of right. them? Or so a group I got of them? Three, three of the guys have separate programs. And then one guy I wrote 18 weeks for, and they all go through those. Eight, every time they go on deployment, they go through that 18 week. Okay. So they're all doing yeah. it as a group and helping each other. Oh yeah. They all train at the same time, I believe. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So even if, if Johnny has, has a different program, they're usually all going to be squatting on the same day. They just may be doing different sets and reps or whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah, total I think it's three, three or four of them piggyback on, onto the one program I wrote. Okay. So a total of, total of four workouts a week. That's what I like the best. Yeah, man, I like those yeah, guys. Okay. Four week. And, uh, yeah. And again, it's, uh, almost sort of a, it's sort of a power bodybuilding approach. You're using yeah. a wide variety of movements, primarily tough movements. I mean, when you're talking doing a bunch of Romanian deadlifts in addition to regular deadlifts, and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is this is tough work. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a good it's a good mix between the compound movements and the isolation movements. I think it's a good example, too. You know, we talk about when you change your program around that it needs to be drastic. Um, and the contrast between what your new program is versus your the, the program that you're just coming off of. So this is a good example of contrast um, with, you know, volume versus uh, minimalism. So, Jim, what kind of feedback do you get with these guys about... Um, you know, their, their strength gains and their, um, you know, their cardio gains and all this other yeah. stuff when they, when they change over to this. I mean, honestly, man, they get big as hell. They get muscular. See, here's the deal too. They're all, they all pay so much attention to their diet. Yeah. They're like, I mean, I'm telling you, man, they know everything that they're eating. Um, and except, so, when, except when they go out with to eat with us, with us, yeah, and drink. But um, oh anyway, so so once they <laughs> add all this, all the bodybuilding stuff and the density movements like that, man, they grow like crazy. It's always funny when you know you go to the bookstore and you see this uh, special forces workout, and the guys are all skinny. They're all skinny now. There may be there's a couple skinny guys that we work with, but they're tough, tough as nails. Yeah. But the rest of them are jacked up, man. <laughs> they look good. They look good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah they well, they, they have. That's right. And then, but see, JP, you got to understand this. That's an isolated time. And then when they get back to the States, they're going jumping for how many weeks. They're going yeah. this. So they miss a lot of training time. Like, they, yeah. they fiz- like I, I'm not big on taking excuses that you can't train. But it's like, you know, in the morning as when the sun comes up till – you know, the sun goes down, it's exhausting kind of stuff. So, um, that's let basically, it, it go. you gotta, they gotta let it go. You can't, yeah. you can't do serious strength training right. on top of, Oh, we just, uh, climbed up, you know, yeah. Mount McKinley. <laughs> for, well, I mean, for our, for our, you know, Alpine yeah. train. And we had, then we had to ski down it. Or, Oh, this was another one. One time, one of the guys told me, he said, uh, he said, the boss is going to probably, his deadlift's going to be off today. And I'm, okay, right. And uh, he still pulled about, I don't know, 550. And he said, well, what was the problem? He said, oh, we spent all day yesterday climbing up a skinny ladder, attacking a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did reps 
going up the side of a cruise ship on a, a ladder that's, I don't know, eight inches wide, yeah. the wire ladder. And I said, yeah, that, I said, that is the greatest excuse for a bad <laughs> deadlift I have ever heard. I love that. Yeah, all, other excuses pay, all other excuses pale in comparison, yeah. other than maybe I got shot, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's that is the kind when when those guys are pressed for time, they compare it back to. I was thinking about it the other day, Jimmy. If I was on, on the desert island, if I could, I'd squat, I'd bench, I would I would do power cleans, I would squat, I would bench, I would deadlift, I would do some arm work, I would do some overhead pressing. Yeah. If I was really pushed for time, I would just squat and bench. And if I was really pushed for time, I'd just squat. Agreed. But is that, I mean, how would you, if you that's had the hierarchy. The, That's exactly the hierarchy. You, yeah, you think so too? I, yeah, yeah, I mean, if, look how much, you, you, it's, the squat is just so tough on your body. It's going to, you're going to grow, man. If they, that's all, you're going to get strong. You can, if your legs are strong, your abs are strong, your glutes are strong, yep. you can do anything, man. You're, you're mm-hmm. not. Even your traps get strengthened. Oh, yeah. Right? Your whole upper body, Plus, man. Plus, I think as far as like hormonal release and everything, you can Correct. release a lot more during a squat because it improves oh, yeah. some things. But I, I like the bench as a balance, but I feel like I have my leg power, I have my, my upper body power. Yeah. And I'm not a good bencher. I've never have been. I am not built to bench, but I just think that it's critically important for maintaining the upper body strength. The squat, Yes. I'm not as I'm not as hot on the deadlift. I, I'm a good deadlifter, uh, uh, and I've uh, I kind of like it, but I really uh, think I prefer the power clean to the deadlift in just kind of normal life. Right. Uh, but I I know how to power clean too. So yeah. I mean a lot of lot of lot of guys can't do that movement. Uh, right. Overhead pressing, you know, uh, if I have the time, fit that in and and some arms. Past that, uh, it's all. You know, it's dessert. Everything past that, you, that, that's the meat and potatoes. Right. And everything past that is dessert. I, hey, I love to have a full full meal, but if I can't, uh, uh, and that's, that's, we have it so that, that those guys can work out one time a week for one hour, squat bench that overhead press, and make strength gains over a 10 to 12-week period. Put them in a periodized cycle, start them off five to ten percent below capacity, end them up two percent above one hundred percent capacity, and don't tell us it doesn't work because we've got too damn many examples of guys that have used it. It's self-justifying. If you go for ten to twelve weeks and hit every target poundage, you're the winner. Spike the ball, right? Yep, that's right. That's the uh, minimal. That's the minimal of the minimal. Right. The other extreme, uh, it's like um, you know, it's a, that's 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 the volume world. So we have the, this ultra minimalism contrasted with this sort of power bodybuilding at the other extreme, and we can cover all points in between. Yeah, I will have guys that say, "Hey, coach, how about six days? How about this?" And yeah. I'm like, "Man, we can try it, but dude, yeah. you're not going to recover." <laughs> yeah, it's just too much. You know, I mean, you know, certain times the guys will have like a burst period. They've just they just hit it, and you can go for 10, 12 days in a row, and you'll make great gains, and then you'll hit the wall. Uh, 
it just depends. If your situation is right, you're getting in good calories, you're not getting beat up in the rest of your life, your low stress situation, man, you can hit it. You can hit it pretty good, particularly if you stagger it in such a way that you have a, a long repeat cycle. Right. right. Like you're only hitting where you get like, that body part again. Uh, well, today, today, I, uh, I've been doing this. Uh, I've been training almost every day. But today I did uh, Olympic press off the rack, supersetted with uh, identical grip, uh, heavy lat pull downs to the front. And I probably took 30 minutes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I ended up with three sets of five in the overhead press, heavy, three sets of five in the the pull down heavy, but I won't do that again for seven more days. And, you know, tomorrow I'm going to squat and that's yeah, all I'm going to do. I'm just, I'll do squat, leg curl, calf raise. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay. The day after that, I'll go to whatever, maybe a flat bench. The day after that, I'll go to a power clean that, you know, and if you do that kind of minimalism per day, you can train really hard and really heavy and be done in 15 minutes. Yeah. With that. Yeah. With one you're lift. Not doing all the volume. Yep. No, no, you're just doing one lift. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. the shit out of one lift. I'm yeah. going to go on a bench. All right. Let's bench. How many sets does that take? Five, seven. How, how long does that take? I know, dude, I'm done so early. Sometimes I'm like, I feel guilty leaving this gym. Everybody's so, just getting... Uh, so, oh, Marty, what do you do on the seventh day on your rest day? Sit around and think about training? Church, man. JP. Church. <laughs> huh? No, dude, Marty's going to church? Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we're going we to We finally yeah, convinced him to go to church so he'd quit cursing so much. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Crowley's church. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> go ahead. That's, go ahead. Not, that's not true. I'm a... <laughs> All right. So again, that's the uh, the pendulum swing between ultra minimalism and you know high volume. But volume, this is not Arnold's seven hundred sets a week, no, six, no, six no. day a week double split, where you can't. There's so much volume that you can't handle anyway, because right. you just got to make it across the damn finish line. Because yeah. your workout takes two hours. Uh, six sets of 12, six sets of 12, six sets of 12. Uh, yeah. And do four uh, four distinct exercises for each body part. And three times a week. And tr- every body part is hit three times a week. It's like, oh, my God. You know, it's like working in a coal mine. Yeah. And it's, it's still <laughs> it's still minimal, I guess, by, uh, you know, by volume standards, but it's still a lot more. Oh, no, it's no, it's 30 sets of body, to. 20 to 30 sets of body part. So it's what, high. Everything's a, high about it. Everything's high about it. Uh, again, I, I went to the trouble to count it up. It was yeah, over 700 sets a week. Well, that Arnold was doing. Sets, yeah. Yeah. And all Franco and Robbie uh, Robinson and Zane and all the guys at that time, they all used the six day a week double split. But you know what? It was like they were out on deployment. That's what they did for a living. They did not have to be strong and they did not have to be athletic. These are human statues. All mm-hmm. they had to do was go to the diner and then go lay in the beach. Right. And eat okay. cutlets. Yeah, that's right. This is different. <laughs> cutlets. <laughs> He's got a great. Let's see who was the uh, article about. It was uh, Reg Park and uh, Reg Park and um, Marvin Eater. Marvin Eater. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? 
Yep. And Marty so, goes in and talks about, about how that. they worked out and for like three hours. And then they went to the diner and got multiple servings of veal cutlets. And one of my favorite. And crashed on the beach for like three hours. And, one one of my they had, and they had to get their tans. No tanning beds back yeah. then. Yeah. Right? But what the life. best part is how they go to the diner. Everything's local farmed. You know, mm. like all the yeah. vegetables, all the fruit, the meat is from, you know, where you, they're getting the meat from. It's just Every- a... Everything was, organic. Everything was organic in right. 1955. But the difference now and then is uh-huh. what I liked about that article. Like, no wonder those people look so healthy. No yeah, wonder where there was no fat people walking and around. And there was no Golden Corral, Marty, back then. <laughs> well, that's a disappointment, but still. Yeah, well, again, uh, the, the, the quality of the food, also that they weren't afraid to eat and they weren't afraid to train, yeah. right? They trained like, like men and they ate like men and they grew. Yeah. Right. And they didn't worry that their, you know, that their the third row of abs was a little indistinct. When it was time to take care of that, they could take care of that. Yeah, and, they, went yeah tuna, they, they went tuna and water to take care yeah, of that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, just take take the carbs out. They knew back then what to do. Yeah. But in the but the rest of the time they, they lifted hard and they ate big. And I think that so many people are missing the boat with this this low fat, no fat, L I T E industrial food crap that you know people live on. Yeah. And you know, you you, you say, hey man, why don't you have a uh, a rib steak? And they look at you like, oh my god, that's satanic. That's, you know, you know how much fat that has on that. And it's you're like, like, yeah, I like the fat the best. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, they're they're eating insulin spiking carbs that are uh, you know that are called L I T E, right? And it's just it's it's mind boggling. Yeah, no, it's a bunch of horse horse crap. I think, I think, it, I think it's swinging back the other direction. It though. is. Oh, it no is. Question. But yeah. it's, so what it's done is fractioned, or yes, off off the people like us who are staying up on everything and, Oh yeah, that is better to add fat. And we've known it for a long time. And then you got the, they're going to go the other way, no fat, vegan, whatever. It's, it's a big, uh, you know, the big chasm in between now. And again, it's just so much of it is, is uh, commercial oriented, you know, what, what sells, what can we package, what new diet, what fad diet, you know, the uh, South beach diet, I think for three years in a row was the top selling book was, in America. That was a low carb. That was just low carb repackaged. Yeah, just with the, with, with fancy fancy phrasing. Yeah, um, yeah. So again, uh, you know, you know what we should we want to do in the future, Jim, is we want to get uh, Dr. Rich Salk on. Yeah, Rich is the the bodybuilding nutrition prep expert. Yeah, I'm just waiting on a date from jp and i'll and i'll tell him for sure. and he would be ideal to talk about hey you know now that you've uh ate your steaks and uh, your mashed potatoes and are huge in february and want to tighten up by summer here's what to do and it's just no nonsense uh man dieting just like there's man muscle building there's also man dieting and it's uh, strict it's disciplined and it's tough yeah, well, that's 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 the truth of it. He was looking at my. This is just a real quick aside. Uh, he was looking at my diet, and he's like, uh, "So you have salads, Jimmy? You have salads?" And I said, "Yeah, Rich. What do you put on that salad, Jimmy?" I'm like, "A little ranch dressing." Oh, uh, no. oh, no. 
I don't know, Jimmy. I want to crawl out of the door. I don't know. I don't know, Jimmy. Yeah. Doesn't seem like enough time. Yeah. All right, so we'll get him on, uh, hopefully okay. eventually here. We'll talk about that. Um, you guys want to wrap it up here? Is there? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Whatever you want to do, man. All right. So uh, don't miss the Purposeful Primitive Squat and Deadlift Seminar with Marty, Jim yep. Steele, Kurt Karwaski, yep. and that's coming yep. up Saturday, October 26th at CrossFit Concepts in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Um, yeah, we're going to, listen, we're going to talk about, we're going to drill down deep in both the squat and the deadlift. We've got uh, five sequential variations of the squat. We've got five sequential variations of the deadlift. Uh, we're going to take four hours and workshop each of these. This would be the same presentation that we use when we talk to the to the dev group boys and the, the British Special Boat Service and the Secret Service and all of them. This is the same program that we use with them. We're going to get into detail, uh, and we're going to show the interrelationship between the two lifts. So this is not for advanced people. This is also for the stone-cold beginner. If you've never touched a weight in your life, this would probably be the best thing you could ever do is to come to this because you'll get started off correctly, and you won't have to undo mistakes. The worst thing... People learn how to do progressive resistance wrong, and it becomes impossible to undo the bad habits. By the time they get you get to them, they've got five years of terrible benching under their belt, right? It's yeah. like, oh, my God. So anyway, that it's, it's, uh, it's a serious event. And if you're serious and if you're, if you're looking to make progress, uh, you should come to this thing. We're going to have Karwaski. We're going to have the greatest squatter in the history of squatting. Uh, <clears throat> will be myself, Steel. We're going to have a hell of a instructor to uh, attendee <laughs> relationship because I have uh, Zach Evanish is going to come down. He's going to oh, he's going to be with us. Okay. Uh, so you know we're going to have a, a ton of instructors and it's going to be a workshop environment. So if you're anywhere in the DC area or in the surrounding area, see if you can make this thing. Yeah, it'll be fun as hell. And and to sign up, go on Facebook and either visit the Iron Company Facebook page or the Functional Strength Facebook page, and uh, you can go ahead and sign up right on there. I think there's a few spots still available here. Um, and then check out week uh, Marty's weekly column and podcast, Raw with Marty Gallagher at ironcompany.com. Also pick up uh, Marty's books, Purposeful Primitive and Strong Medicine at Iron Company. Just do a search in the search field up at the top, and they'll come come right up. And then um, for all your gym equipment and flooring needs, go to Iron Company. And speaking of flooring, you know, we've got a huge uh, gym flooring blowout right now. We've got a bunch of extra stuff in stock. We've got uh, rolled rubber, and we've also got uh, puzzle tiles. It's all commercial-grade. Uh, it's all, it's, it's black, it's speckled colors. There's a lot of different colors to choose from. So check that out. This is the stuff that we put in high-end home gyms, commercial gyms, schools. So it's really good stuff. So check that out. And then, uh, finally we've got Jim Steele articles. They can be found, uh, in our article section at the top. Uh, just click on articles and also check out his website, Bass Barbell. 
Facebook.com for training motivation and different programs. And uh, that's it, guys. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye.